This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard. On pain.tv. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dustin Gold Standard. My name is Dustin Gold, and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold. And folks, let me give you a real-world present-day example of this, right? This idea that the technological system, you know, is destroying us and our freedom, and then what happens is a technological solution supposedly comes out of the woodwork whether that be strategic or whether that be organic and ends up enslaving us further this whole idea of cryptocurrency right so a lot of my friends and i don't think these were like paid uh you know paid controlled opposition types my friends of yesteryear libertarians a lot of them were conservatives that moved libertarian they were against the federal reserve they were against fiat currency and the next thing you know they're sitting there promoting bitcoin and cryptocurrency when it came down as the solution to freedom and to freeing ourselves financially from the big banks from the central banksters and from the government but what they did is they drew, drew uh, they got driven further into this idea that technology was going to free us uh, from technology. Why? Because they didn't understand that we were running from the technological system. The enslavement that we were experiencing under the fiat currency system was a product of the technological system. So then the next step was that we were going to free ourselves from the technological system with more technology. And as we see cryptocurrency, whether it was done strategically, whether that was actually created by the banksters, or whether it was organic and now hijacked by the gangsters, leads us to what? Central bank digital currency, right? Cryptocurrency, that's all it is, digital currency. It leads us further into a slave system. So the answer to fighting technology is not more technology. When we see the mass censorship over the last five, six, seven years of independent broadcasters like myself, all of a sudden, people are getting censored on YouTube or Twitter or Facebook. And what's the natural reaction of folks? Well, we need to build a new version of YouTube, a new version of Twitter, a new version of Facebook, when in fact, they should be calling for the tearing down and destruction of YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. I'm telling you, it, it's a hard pill to swallow. But the only solution is to go backward, not to go forwards. More technology is going to lead to more frustration because technology is always going to destroy freedom. And if it is freedom and human autonomy that you're after, you're not going to find it in technology. There is not some technological utopia in which we can 
uh, enact or interact with technology and still have freedom. It's just not going to happen. I mean, try to come up with some sort of example, a real-world example of where technology has not harmed humanity and took away freedom, where it has actually given us more freedom. I just don't think you're going to find it. And if anyone has any, I would love to talk to you about it on this show. Uh, Paragraph 193, the kind of revolution we have in mind will not necessarily involve an armed uprising against any government. It may or may not involve physical violence, but it will not be a political revolution. Its focus will be on technology and economics, not politics. Okay, and this is part of what uh, Wide Awake Jim has been talking about here. I've talked about it from the beginning. I am not political anymore. I am uh, post-politics. The only politics that you need to focus on is the politics of your neighborhood. You know, who to talk to, who to try to wake up, that kind of thing. That's politics. But not politics on a national or international level. Not politics when it comes to parties or, you know, defined political ideologies, the war is against technology, and it's talking about <coughs> uh, the war is against technology and talking about economics related to technology, but it's not politics, folks. This is why Wide Awake Jim has been saying start to try to figure out how to have conversations with people without bringing up politicians or without bringing up political issues. This whole technology thing is not a political issue. It's still sitting in the background, and most people have no idea that that is an apolitical system, and that's what's actually controlling everything. It goes on to say, paragraph 194, probably the revolutionaries should even avoid assuming political power, whether by legal or illegal means, until the industrial system is stressed to the danger point and has proved itself to be a failure in the eyes of most people. Suppose, for example, that some, quote, green, end quote, party should win control of the United States Congress in an election. In order to avoid betraying or watering down their own ideology, they would have to take vigorous measures to turn economic growth into economic shrinkage. To the average man, the results would appear disastrous. There would be massive unemployment, shortages of commodities, etc., even if the grosser ill effects could be avoided through superhumanly skillful management, still people would have to begin giving up the luxuries to which they have become addicted. Dissatisfaction would grow, the Green Party would be voted out of office, and the revolutionaries would have suffered a severe setback. For this reason, the revolutionaries should not try to acquire political power until the system has gotten itself into such a mess that any hardships will be seen as resulting from the failures of the industrial system itself and not from the policies of the revolutionaries. The revolution against technology will probably have to be revolution by outsiders, a revolution from below and not from above. And and I agree with this. This is why I don't focus on politicians. Anyone who is running for office 
in my mind, is seeking power to begin with. Okay, they are someone who is seeking power, and therefore, they are willing to sell their soul almost immediately, whether it's before they even get into office, whether it's before they actually launch their campaign. Listen, if you're involved with local politics, state politics, uh, national politics, I mean, you know this to be true. Uh, These guys are bought and paid for. They make promises before they even get in. So I don't focus on politicians. Uh, And I assume anyone who is in any Uh, position of power who is allowed to be on national television as a politician has already sold their soul then if they're not out there actually talking about these issues that we're talking about here if they're not out there saying listen everyone talks about progress everyone talks about growth i want to shrink the gdp i want to shrink the size of the country i want to shrink manufacturing i want to shrink consumption i want to shrink this materialistic society uh unless someone's talking about that then they aren't honest about this and as the author points out if i went out there and even ran on that i would not get elected because the majority of people are already brainwashed into the system in which we live where they think we need growth every year needs to be growth we need a bigger tax base if you speak outside of that system you just look like a nutcase uh i mean look i don't know if ron paul is controlled or not but i remember when ron paul ran for office maybe this was back in 2008 he was like a crazy old guy on the stage because he was trying to point out the dangers of the federal reserve system he was talking about fort knox and the gold uh for the most part no one and he he ran as a republican i don't know what he got two percent of the vote people just looked at him as crazy so to stand there and try to talk about this on a political stage when you're running for office within the system all the people participating in the voting are already bought into the system if you want to understand more about this listen to legal man and his show the quash the quash q u a s h he gets into this just vote harder folks just vote harder and we will dig ourselves out of this so i don't think politics at this point is actually the way to go i think it's preaching to folks that are confused that are looking for answers people that are losing their jobs you know i said the wide awake gym because we started looking yesterday at some of the jobs that are being replaced by ai like his friend's son who was replaced the commentator and writer for comcast sports was replaced by ai now when you're reading sports articles do you know it's generated by ai the vast majority of people don't i see now there's a lot of actors and voice actors from the world i used to work in that are starting to get concerned about this. These people, some of which have large followings, fairly large organic followings on social media, should be putting out 60-second videos. My name is Dustin, and I was replaced by artificial intelligence. You are next. Now, if you know people that are being replaced by AI, you know people being replaced by robots, you know people who are losing their jobs and restaurants anywhere from the very bottom levels up to the top, try to convince these folks to join the movement. Have them make a video like that. 60 seconds, two minutes, three minutes, whatever. Get them to come on my show and talk about it. You send me the videos. I don't have a huge reach yet, but I will get them out there. I will publish them. They need to publish them too. Let's start 
talking about what the fourth industrial revolution, what the technological system, what technocracy is doing to real people. This is the revolution. It is right here. It is in our hands. See, they are in this bridge period, I told you, between the third industrial and the fourth industrial eras. And they are weak. They are trying to move us from one operating system to a new operating system. And while this is happening, people are losing their jobs, being forced out of work. People are suffering. Mental illness is going up. All this is happening because the technological system is growing. The fourth industrial revolution is in full swing. We can revolt against the system. This is what the author is talking about right now. The system is weak. There are cracks in this system. People are going to lose their jobs to AI, and they're going to try to force them into a universal basic income situation. You know gig workers who are suffering, they were making $300 a day, they're making $100 a day, or like Jim's daughter that he talked about, all of a sudden a DoorDash, they're capping her at $10 an hour. These people need to make videos. They need to start to speak out. It is time to revolt against the system. You want to have the collective revolt? Start talking people into telling their stories. If there are people out there whose kid ended up, you know, having mental problems and stuff because of COVID land, the high school theater production, these people need to make videos. If you know people who got jabbed up and now they're sick, now they have cancer, uh, you can't prove it's the jab, but so what? Start making videos and telling your story. Videos are the most effective because you could put a face to the words. Tweets are one thing, but videos are real. Start videoing it. If they don't want to set up a social media account or they don't have one, ask them to send you the video. You put it out. Tag me in it on Twitter. This is the revolution, folks. The system is weak, but it will be even more powerful once they get that 2030 mark. If they get central bank digital currency into place, it is game over for the vast majority of folks, the ones who haven't prepared to get out of the system. This is the revolution, folks. It is time to revolt. Use your voice, use your stories, use your words, and eventually that will wake up other people. So if you're out there talking to folks about this show and other shows and ideas you've heard, start to say, listen, buddy, tell your story. Let's shoot a video right now. Talk about how you were replaced by AI. Talk about how the sports articles are now written by artificial intelligence. This is the revolution. I'll be right back. This is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Ping.TV. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dustin Gold Standard. My name is Dustin Gold, and you are listening to Pain.TV slash gold. And ladies and gentlemen, also part of the revolution, he doesn't know it, maybe he does, Wide Awake Jim, he's a revolutionary, folks. Wide Awake Jim, he's been researching all this stuff, 
because of his job, because of the investments he makes for himself and on behalf of some of his clients. And that's how he discovered all this. What did he do? He reached out to Mike Moore. He went on a hot wire show. <clears throat> then Maria Albanese introduced him to me. He came on my show, what, nine times now? And he's telling the story. So if you have information that you've come across because of a specific industry you're in, tell the story. Get on shows like mine. Get on shows like Mike Morris. Put out your own videos. Tell the story. Point the finger at the technological system, folks. This is how we start to fight back. It's an ideological war. People need to understand that their pain and suffering comes from the continued growth of the technological system. Paragraph 195. The revolution must be international and worldwide. It cannot be carried out on a nation-by-nation basis. Whenever it is suggested that the United States, for example, should cut back on technological progress or economic growth, people get hysterical and start screaming that if we fall behind in technology, the Japanese will get ahead of us. Holy robots! The world will fly off its orbit if the Japanese ever sell more cars than we do. Nationalism is a great promoter of technology. You know this to be true. Look at the AI race over the last 10 years. If we don't do it, then China's going to beat us. They send Elon Musk and Peter Thiel and Bill Gates and the rest of them out there to scream this. If we don't get ahead with drone technology, if we don't get a whole, uh, ahead with satellites to shoot laser beams into people's eyes, then the other countries are going to do it. So we have to continue to grow. We have to launch Space Force. We have to have our borders to, uh, all lined with technology. That is how they continue to advance the technological system. The nation states at this point in our history, folks, are just part of the WWE wrestling. I've showed you before. They are not enemies. Amazon Web Services is housing all of the intelligence community data around the world. So they aren't enemies. Otherwise, our country, if we were truly enemies with China, we would not be housing our data with Amazon while Amazon is housing China data. That just would not happen. It would not happen, folks. So they play the countries against each other in order to continue to advance technocracy. Look at central bank digital currency right now. What are they doing? Oh, there's 100 countries, 105 countries. We have to get ahead of them. We can't fall behind them. That's what you see happening in all the panel discussions we reviewed here. It's always about if China's going to do it, we have to do it. If the United States is doing it, we have to get ahead. It's a race. It's like the space race nonsense. All right, let's continue. More reasonably... It is argued that if the relatively democratic nations of the world fall behind in technology, while nasty dictatorial nations, here we go, like China, Vietnam, and North Korea continue to progress, eventually the dictators may come to dominate the world. See? See this? Well, they can't dominate the world with technology if we aren't wired up with the internet, ladies and gentlemen. It goes on to say that is why the industrial system should be attacked in all nations simultaneously to the extent that this may be possible. True, there is no assurance that the industrial system can be destroyed at approximately the same time all around the world, and it is even conceivable that the attempt to overthrow the system could lead instead to the domination of the system by dictators. That is a risk that has to be taken. 
And it is worth taking since the difference between a democratic industrial system and one controlled by dictators is small compared with the difference between an industrial system and a non-industrial one. It might even be argued that an industrial system controlled by dictators would be preferable because dictator-controlled systems usually have proved inefficient, hence they are presumably more likely to break down. Look at Cuba. Now, I'd make another point, too. If you had a dictatorial technocracy, we've talked about this on the show, actually, a technocracy with a techno king in charge of it, the techno king now becomes the target. They are the ones who control the technocratic prison planet system, so there's someone you can actually attack. In its current form, this quasi-technocracy, we have the illusion here in the United States of a representative government, the same in England and other places around Europe. They have the illusion of a parliamentary system we have the illusion of our constitutional republic right so it makes it very hard to attack because the system isn't necessarily concentrated under the hands of one person where if you put a king in charge of it or a dictator in charge of it then you could attack that king there's someone to attack But ladies and gentlemen, I hope you're seeing what's going on here and you're understanding this. The ideological war that needs to be waged, as hard as it is, because I know people don't want to separate themselves from technology, and you don't have to, all right? You're not going to be without electricity tomorrow. The revolution isn't going to win tomorrow. But what you have to be able to do is to frame the problems we are facing, everything we're seeing is caused by the advancement and the growth of the technological system. All right, so this is what you have to start preaching to people. Stop getting in the habit of trying to fight Republican-Democrat politics, blame stuff on Nancy Pelosi, blame other stuff on Mitch McConnell. No, you have to start saying, hey, listen, this is the technological system. Try to boil down all these issues that friends want to discuss and talk about and argue about back to the technological system. I have a friend of mine, he's in sales, all right? And so he is really concerned that he's going to lose his job because he believes that salesmen are going to be replaced by the AR, VR headsets and such. And so he thinks the days of him getting on a plane and flying out to meet with a buyer, uh, he works in the grocery store industry, are, are numbered. That eventually they're just going to mail an AR headset off to the buyer. The buyer's going to have one. They're going to put it on. They're going to talk to basically an AI sales guy in the metaverse. So his solution is he's trying to get ahead and build a company where he can be the sales guy that meets with people inside of the metaverse. So he's further adopting the technology that's eventually going to remove someone like him from the equation versus trying to fight back and make the case that nothing can work like a human going out and meeting with another human to sell them goods to sell in their grocery store. He should be making the case that we need to go backwards, not the case that he wants to be the guy to take it forwards. So see, we're driving ourselves further into extinction you have to be able to make this case to people that technology is not the solution to fight technology and that technology is the very root cause of the problems that we are seeing today 
Paragraph 196, revolutionaries might consider favoring measures that tend to blind the world economy into a unified whole. Free trade agreements like NAFTA and GATT are probably harmful to the environment in the short run, but in the long run, they may perhaps be advantageous because they foster economic independence between nations, uh, sorry, interdependence between nations. It will be easier to destroy the industrial system on a worldwide basis if the world economy is so unified that its breakdown in any one major nation will lead to its breakdown in all industrialized nations. Now, we are already at that point, folks. We are at that point. 28 years after this paper was written, we live in a global economy. I mean, even the central bankers talk about the monetary system as this global monetary system. As you know, uh, as evidenced by the illusion of the breakdown of the supply chains under COVID land, the high school theater production, if China stops producing something, all of a sudden the United States has a shortage. This is all interconnected at this point. We are living under a global government. So what the author is trying to say is that if the governments become interconnected and the new world order is here, it will be easier to fight back and break down the technological system as a whole because we're already living under a one world governmental infrastructure already. And that is the case. That is the case. We have the illusion of the nation states but we are living under this global system so it'd be much easier to break down the system because one technology going down in one country ends up going down in all these countries look at all the technology we provide to the world out of silicon valley uh, look at the technologies uh, as marie albanese was just talking about on the thomas Paine podcast last night the thursday episode that comes out on friday but they record on thursday talking about unit 8200 out of israel all the stuff they're responsible for so if one system breaks down, it can actually hurt all the different supposed nation states, so the system will start to collapse. And listen, don't think I'm crazy over here, that I'm, uh, I'm, you know, all I'm saying is this revolution is ideological, and you have to start to frame it that way. You have to start to frame this fight on freedom and human autonomy, humanity itself, uh, pitted up against technology. I know that people are going to push back, but if you can't start to preach this, there is no way you can win a war. You have to change the ideological uh, structure of this country, of the world. You have to change the culture in order to be able to change the system. Again, just convincing people to wean off technology 20, 30, 40%, they are going to naturally be happier. If they start to separate themselves from the iPhone, and once that occurs, you already push them one step backwards away from technology. And those people start to go, you know what? Instead of sitting on my couch, picking my nose on Saturdays, and scrolling endlessly through my Facebook feed, I'm going to get out and build a garden in my yard. I'm going to get out and go take a hike in the woods. I'm going to go out 
and do something in nature, all of a sudden they start to say, wow, this nature thing is quite interesting. I do like gardening instead of running around to the grocery store on Saturdays. I mean, this is how the culture changes. This isn't something that occurs overnight. This is something that's going to take 10, 20, 30 years. The same way it took the technologies this long to get us to the point where we are, because it's the slow boil. You need to do the slow boil in reverse if you want to wean people off of the technology. It's never going to happen overnight. This is a revolution that will take generations to move people back into being one with nature, folks. But you are a revolutionary if you are thinking this way. Don't consider yourself some crazy with a tinfoil hat and a musket. No, you're trying to actually free people from the technological prison. You're actually an abolitionist. Think about it that way, folks. Leading people away from technology on the Underground Railroad. That's actually what you're doing. So try to make conscious decisions, work on your arguments, start to test it out with your kids, your grandkids, and figure out how you help free people. Go be a technological abolitionist. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll be right back. This is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. 